0: Welcome to the sports class with Justin and Jamal. Thursday, May 18th. Welcome to the sports class. I'm Jamal Cox, and I'm joined by the man who wants to bring the McMinivans franchise to Victoria, BC. Justin Kelly, say hi to the people. JC, what's up? I am trying to bring McMinimins to Victoria.
1: What a time in Portland I had. McMinimans everywhere, the local chain. Found myself in two or three, JC.
0: <laughs> We're gonna hear a little bit more about that later on, and I can't wait, because I no. I'm in the dark just like the public just like the the listeners here and we want to know all the deets on on your adventures. I
1: sent you a couple pictures from from a few little snapshots as I was down there but I didn't want to overdo it. I wanted to save it for the gloss tonight to really give you try and give you a taste of the action down
0: south in oh in the town, the town they call Portland. <laughs> We're hungry for that. So mm. we'll get to that a little bit later but Want to jump in and talk about my weekend first, yeah?
1: You set that up in the last class, you were heading up to the es- set it over to the Esquimalt Lagoon. Mhm. And you did send me a picture of sort of the structures where you guys were staying, Jamal. Try and paint a little picture. You guys left Friday afternoon post work,
0: post school? That's right. Yeah, Friday afternoon, took that journey over to Colwood. Traffic wasn't bad. And a journey it is. <laughs> it's like 25-30 minutes. Uh-huh. But we made it to the park and didn't even know this until we arrived, but this was such a, a amazing golden moment. We were the first people to book these authentics, the, wow. the structure where we were staying. We were the first people to book it for the year. This was the opening uh, weekend, and we were the only people that booked it on the Friday night. So imagine Beautiful. this pristine, Beautiful. immaculate setting, and it was perfect. We mm. got there. There is no wear and tear on anything. The grill, is brand new. Hmm. Porta potties. Cleanest porta potty I've ever used in my entire life. And that that's That's like, a plus. I've lived a long life, so. Yeah, that's a plus. <laughs> so We've all was... been in a bad well-used porta potty. <laughs> we don't we don't need to go any further. For some dark moments at music festivals. <clears throat> here here. <laughs> So it was great, just having all of these uh, wonderful amenities and having the whole place to ourselves after night because the park closes at four thirty, and then it's just the the folks that have booked these authentics crazy
1: now, when you told me you were going there, I thought to myself, mm, it's, it's pretty early to be to be camping for the Cox family. I admired your hutzpah, but thought it was quite early turned out to be." quite warm here on the island that weekend it was like 30 degrees so not only were we the first people you nailed it with the clean grills and the porta potties but the weather cooperated for your family
0: the weather was great and, it and was, you're the only one there in the whole place the only one there we had um, a our, our buddy uh, virginie and her son yanu uh, came and joined us they live in in matrosen mm. and uh they just we don't see them as often as we'd like so they came and they actually stayed the night because these autentics Oh sorry,
1: let's let's yeah. um set up what authentics are. Now these are <laughs> sure. these are the these are the structures. These are the yurt like structures where people can rent and stay and
0: Yes play. Yes. Yeah. So at Fort Rod Hill they have five of these. They're all just kind of laid out in this one uh kind of stretch of the yep. park, if you will. Yep. Kind of away from some of the other highlights and other aspects that people go for like the historical context and the different landmarks cool
1: and they're on the water
0: yeah we're minutes away from the water i'd say the walk to the beachfront five seven minutes depending Mm. on how slow your kids walk sure i'll take the under (laughs) so yeah so they sleep six each basically you walk in and the setup is really cool there's a, a table uh which you can you know play board games read write do whatever you need to there and then there's, like, basically four mattresses that are adjacent to each other. And then there's a bunk on top. Nice. So we had the kids sleep up top. We slept on one side. And our buddies uh, slept on the other side. Cool. So they just came out, hung out. Like you said, the weather was really great. And the cool thing about it was, even though it was warm, the breeze off the uh, the water was so lovely to counteract Summer
1: breeze it makes, makes me, me feel fine. Yeah, so it wasn't biting. The heat wasn't. It was perfect. You weren't heat stroking.
0: No, no. There's like no humidity. You got the breeze. It was lovely. We took a a walk after dinner that night and just kind of walked around the, the lighthouse area. We looked across Esquimalt Lagoon area and you could see so many cars parked there and so many people just having the time of their life living their best lives in over the cars there. just turning up i think on the beach you oh, know people okay. kind of late evening supping as that they call it the stand-up paddling right right and just people were were living it up and it was great on so a, on a warm wonderful friday night yeah man a lagoon
1: yeah and um, we talked about before some of the supplies that we like when we're camping in the last app. <laughs> yeah were you able to procure some of the ingredients
0: that you like on a camping trip or a? Uh, our authentic trip in this case we made a little run to thrifties if you are a victorian person you know you know Wait, i know way too much about thrifties god damn it go on so this is a grocery store that's uh not thrifty mm. so unaptly named mm-hmm. but we picked true, up a few true. things we had some lots of snacks oh, lot and of snacks. uh they have like kind of a i think they call them like a bear cache. like just you couldn't bring any food into the authentic so there's this set set up where basically it's like a locker Yeah. That you put your food in, you always keep the food outside so that animals don't want to come in. This is cool. It's really cool. And and I fully understood after dark, I fully understood why things are set up that way because we had Rocky Raccoon just bobbing and weaving, just looking around, just what's going on over there by the fire, like trying to get familiar. And we had to like shoo him away. The kids apparently at one point, like uh, when we had stepped away, they had to like shoo a kid away from some sun chips so yeah man the the animals sorry you had to shoo a kid or a rocky <laughs> raccoon away from a sun chip or both the kids were full on with the sun chips it was oh, it was give really, me a harvest cheddar sun chip any day my, in the goddamn week that's my flavor oh, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah it's the that's only my flavor so uh we had to shoo away a, a raccoon or, or two over the course of the weekend someone was
1: trying to lob, lob rocky a,
0: a marshy over the side ball or what it's explicitly says do not feed the animals Yeah, yeah. and rightfully so i mean this is their first little you know venture with humans for the season overnight so mm-hmm. they were very curious and very familiar lots of deer if i had to mark anything negative of the whole trip it was just the amount of geese shit mm. so many geese everywhere i woke up geese shit or geese. goose shit goose shit sorry deer <laughs> The plural of deer is deer. Goose geese goose shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Lots of geese and goose shit, shit. like everywhere, everywhere. everywhere, Minefield of goose shit. So, you know, that was that was a negative, and just they're just. What do they? They don't squawk. What is that? What Mm. do they call like their call? What is what is that Mm. noise? Good question. What is 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 like a shrill? (laughs) It's shrill. Yeah, it is. I woke up not because the sunlight i woke up because of that sound that i can't emulate right yeah.
1: now now you sent me a nice shot of you guys at the beach and it looked like the shirt monster was out early on that saturday morning. Nine
0: thirty shirt was off let's get a tan the shirt monster was coming saturday morning. you're working on that tan you get the spf out we shook hands the shirt monster i got the spf uh, i gotta protect the nose yeah that's vital yeah forehead it's yeah. well. every damn day I might be brown, but I ain't that brown. So I got to do what I got to do. I'm a big nose guy. Big
1: zinc on my nose
0: guy these days. <laughs> Melanoma can come get you. And, and it will. It's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we were out on the beach the next day. Lovely. Having a good time. Took a nap. Took a little family nap. Did you say nap? I took a we You took a asshole. <laughs> it was great. Just I can't remember no, the last good time. Good on you, man. We all just decided, hey, collectively. Four, gonna... Everyone had a lie down. Had a little lunch, oh, had a, a beer with my lunch. Lovely. And then oh. read a little bit and had a very civilized nap. A siesta. See? Si. Oh, perfect. The day was moving at a the right pace. I like that, man. It was such a nice, languid pace to everything. It was beautiful.
1: I really like that. And there is something about a, a nap when you're camping that seems totally acceptable that you can't do at home on a Saturday afternoon because you got other crap to do, right? yard work anything laundry another trip to thrifties right (laughs) so i love that you guys were able to kind of take that moment and and gear gear way down and just and just get horizontal and and close the eyes for a moment that's beautiful
0: it was great that's
1: beautiful
0: i have to hit rewind though because i just remembered something i had a self-fulfilling prophecy that came to light Hmm. so if you you had a couple of those this weekend too (laughs) if you were with us last week and last episode I was talking about how daddy likes to shower. I don't do coffee in the morning. I need a shower to kind of wake up. And there were some jokes about, maybe I'll take a little sojourn and get out and uh, wet wet my eyes, throw some some cool water in the face. We didn't have the shower amenities at the autentics there in Fort Rod Hill. Yes, But, and I swear to God, I did not plan this. Uh Left the kid's bag here, (laughs) Friday night. No! Swear to God. I remember it was time for like PJs and like you know it gets a bit cooler. The kids were wearing shorts and a t-shirt. They want another layer, want another layer by the fire. We didn't bring the bag. Oh my, whose God. responsibility was it? Mine. Oh, the, I have I brought done, their
1: pillows. Yeah, I yeah, didn't bring their clothes or their books. <laughs> I've done that before. That's very re- relatable. So wh- how did you handle it on Friday evening and then into Saturday?
0: We gave them some uh, some of our clothes, right. like some you know, your campfire camp sweatpants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we made do, we were sleeping, you know, you're sleeping in sleeping bags. Yeah. So Dante was a bit cold, but he, he took it, you know, it was fine. Yeah. So the next morning when I woke up at six 30, yeah. I immediately, my brain's working and I'm just like, I'm going to go home and get the, the bags because I also want to take a shower. Smart. So, I don't know, like 738. I hit the road, go back, no traffic. I get home. It's a dream. Record time. Mm-hmm. I get in to my own house. Yes. Take a nice shower Perfect. with my products. Perfect. <laughs> get Perfect. the kids bag. Hey, it's great. And on the way back, I'm a conquering hero because yeah. on the way I called Julia what do you guys want for breakfast? Starbucks oh, or Tim's? Oh, Tim's a little breakfast sando, a green tea. There we go. We got. Um, what did we do? We did a bunch of the uh, farmers wraps. Sure. I love the farmers. Why wraps. Why not? I haven't bacon? tried it. I haven't tried it. Oh, you'd love it. Hash brown, yeah. okay. bacon, egg, Sounds little great. chipotle Sounds sauce, great. wrap.
1: And this is by that local organic place, Tim Hortons. We <laughs> <laughs> oui, oui. C'est vrai. I love that. Yeah. So, so like uh, like a like a mis- an accident proves fortuitous.
0: Happy accident. Mm. Yeah.
1: I can just see you in the shower back here all by yourself. Soap bar a dove in your armpit.
0: Happier than a pig in mud. It was a great way to start the day. I bet. Shake the cobwebs off. Absolutely. And I came back and here's breakfast, everybody. Thanks, dad. We love you, dad. Well done, sir. No one remembered that I forgot the bag. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good on you. So that was good. And then, yeah, Saturday night was pretty chill. I read, had like a nice sunset. Uh, What was for dinner Saturday night out there? What did we do? Oh, we did some sausages on the grill, Mm. some chicken sausages. Lovely. Yeah, that was great. And then... um, Four mentioned sun chips i think were aside yeah we had some lovely neighbors that invited us for a uh little s'more session other people had shown up at that point for yeah a, for night number two that's right for night number two four of the five authentics were full i see yeah so it was nice and the one there was a kind of precarious family next to us that we didn't really engage with here's a question for you go on you're camping. You're adjacent. You're in tight quarters with someone. There's no one else really around, but yeah. like these folks. Yeah. Do you do you send a hello over? Do you kind of send the like the welcome party, the committee, just to kind of like you know?
1: Oh, I would definitely do like um, a very warm and welcoming hello, and um, you know make make eyes in the respectful way with all parties involved and say, hey, how are you guys doing? But I wouldn't overdo it early, but I would definitely say, hey, how are you?
0: I tried. They didn't want to engage because Victoria.
1: Yeah, we got to talk about that when we talk <laughs> about Portland.
0: Yes, we'll get back to that. Mm. But yeah, so
1: they didn't They, really, they weren't responding to your um, hellos.
0: Our immediate neighbors, they were, they were kind of passive and didn't really want... They were doing... It was three kids, probably ages... 10 through 16, a mother and a father, and they kind of had their own agenda, and they sure. didn't really want to engage, but the next group over, there was a, a teenager who was with his, his mom that come over from the mainland, sure. and he was really keen to like hang out with our kids, so they were like having s'mores and chatting about Making friends. video games and Making things, friends. and it was great. Cool. So that was really cool, so I'm glad that was it, because I felt like it's just a, a courtesy. Yeah. yeah,
1: you don't have to become fast friends, but you can say hello and like
0: Yeah. You know, no, it was it was good. I you're agree. sharing
1: space to some degree. Out- yeah. Outdoor space even if it is.
0: Yeah. One last thing I wanted to hit before we move on and talk about your, your lovely weekend as well was when we were walking around Saturday, just kind of taking in the things, looking at all the historic kind of ephemera and the memorabilia, there was a, a guy hiking and I was kinda of like, I kinda of recognize this guy, older gentleman. He's got like the whole kind of Victoria like I'm going on a hike, I've got this pack, like mm-hmm. I'm ready for anything. I'm mm-hmm. going for a hike for an hour, but it might as well be for a week if you sure. get the vibe I'm yeah, talking about. He's got all the gear. All the gear. Yeah. So he has this thing, it's kinda of apparatus, kinda of looks like a walking stick, but I like get closer, I don't I realize that it's not a walking stick. And then I I see his hat and he has on his hat walking with Bruce. Walking with Bruce. So if you're in this area in Vancouver Island, you might be familiar with this guy. He has this YouTube channel. He also posts on Reddit, the local Reddit channel. I guess he does walks and like hikes and just like films them and just kind of narrates everything all really? around the island. I've never heard of this. Yeah, so so I, on the end of his his walking stick, he's got like a like a selfie cam. It's yeah, it's amazing. It was a really cool setup. We need to get one for the pot. Heck yeah. Yeah. So so he's just talking to us, and then he's like, hey. Do you mind if I put this, you know, put this on camera? Da, yeah. da, and I'm kind of, luckily I got a shirt on. Shirt Monster gave me my shirt back at this point. <laughs> Nobody wants to be on YouTube without a shirt. Oh, that's so, funny. Shirt Monster gave me my shirt back, luckily. Had a tank top on. Looked civil. Yeah. And anyway, the um, he just asked a few questions about the autentics and Julia. Just, you know, answered his questions. It was brief, but we're on YouTube. And I'm just kind of smiling like an idiot in the background. And, like, you can see the top of one of the kids' heads. Well, that's neat. Eh? Yeah. So that was a cool moment, too. So it was kind of funny. And like, he just
1: walks around doing this in different places and spaces and making friends and sometimes being by himself. And that's his whole thing.
0: Yeah. It's really cool. I imagine, like, he seemed like a retired uh, older gentleman. And cool. I, I imagine that's a great way to get out, stay healthy. Yeah. you have. I mean, I know for myself, I love... You know doing this pod as a creative outlet probably a creative outlet for him to edit and put this together So it was cool to contribute to that and just have him be so courteous Neat man. How long did you talk to him for? Oh, it was maybe three minutes But like the stuff that made it to air was like 10-15 seconds
1: Get it up on the IG at (laughs) the sports gloss.
0: I I can snap like a a little screenshot or something like that. Yeah Um, but yeah, my weekend was great, but your weekend was greater Wait, before we go there, would you do this again? Would you go back to the authentics at Fort Rod Hill? Would you do it again? So nice. We booked it twice. We're going back next weekend. No. What? What? <laughs> That's a quick turnaround. Julia booked it early on because it's, as you know. Um, it fills up. It fills up here. All of the the wonderful campsites on our lovely island yeah. fill up quite quickly. Yes. Canadians like to get outside. Yeah. So she booked this, and then we're, we're going down with our friends, uh, Harrison Trini cool, and Rowan Um, next Saturday. Oh, we're only doing one night stay.
1: I see. Yeah. Oh, good for you. So it sounds like
0: a hit. Yeah, so I'll be back there, so I'll have more deets about it. Love that! Yeah, cagey vet the second time around. Oh yeah, oh over there, yeah. Don't walk over there. That's yeah. where the geese shit. Oh, around this
1: tree? Yeah, shirt monsters around this tree.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tell me about your trip down the PDX, the Rose City, <sighs> Portland, Oregon.
1: You know, it's Thursday evening, Jamal, and it's been three days since I got home, and I'm still, you know, still wrapping my head around the the adventure and the journey that it was down the PDX. What a time down there. So great to um to spread my spread my legs and get out into the real world a little bit. It's been sadly it's been my youngest is almost 2, so I think it's probably been a couple of years since I really was able to set out on a sojourn like this with some with some near and dear pals and um had a had a really wonderful time. Left Victoria Saturday morning. I was up and out the door by about 20 after 4. Whew. At the airport shortly thereafter. We were in Vancouver by nine. We were in and landed in Portland by eleven. I think we were set up at the hotel by eleven. Nice. Yeah. We were into a McMinniman's about (laughs) twelve (laughs) thirty. McMiniman's is a local chain of, of pubs, as I've come to find out. And there's six or seven in the city, beautiful woody. Big beautiful slabs of wood everywhere. Real inviting places, kind of down homey places, and um, yeah, man, it was it was it was wonderful. I'd never been to Portland before. Didn't really yeah. know what to expect. Obviously heard a, a lot a lot about it. Shout out to Dame Dollar. Wore my shoes the whole time. There, uh, hey. it was. It was. Uh, it was wonderful, man. What a cool uh, to use a word uh, that was used previously on the pod. What a cool verdant interesting beautiful city trees massive trees everywhere oaks maples cottonwoods blown like the 4th of July everywhere down there parks at every turn really um really a nice place to hang out it was windy the whole time i think it was a little cooler down there than it was up here a little more wind but yeah, just had an absolute, just have an, uh, had an absolute gas. An absolute gas. It's quickly um, made made sort of moves and found our place. We went to, you know, the brewery sound scene down there is so great. So we ended up at Deschutes later in the afternoon. We got there Saturday morning. The the soccer game that we were going to, as mentioned, is Whitecaps versus the Portland Timbers was Saturday night, 7.30. So we sort of had the afternoon to stretch our legs and explore so ended up, up at Deschutes, a a brewery and beer that I'm sure you're familiar with. Like it's yeah. a, it's everywhere. It's a big one. It's good. Had maybe the best chicken wings of my life. That's a bold That's a statement, but they were damn statement. good. Smoked. No like recency sw- bias? Like well, yeah, definitely recency bias. <laughs> but they were they were delicious and and um yeah, just just sort of trying to get a sense of the city as much as one can. We didn't have a vehicle there, so we're just sort of trying to get an idea a little bit where things were. Uh, One person in the traveling party of three had been there before, so they had a little bit of a sense of where things were. We were sort of staying, where was I staying? Sort of Southwest.
0: Yeah, sort of. Oh, I think, because Portland's divided into quadrants, even though you have the Mississippi, like North Portland. Yeah. But I feel like you were more like Southwest kind of, uh, west side of the Willamette River. That's right. Yeah. We were
1: we were close to Providence Park. We were 1.8 okay. miles from Providence Park, okay. where the game was, yeah. the match was. So, so that was handy. So yeah, just kind of just sort of moved around Saturday afternoon. Um, it was cool too. I was going with a couple of pals, near and dear, and and we sort of got to a point in the afternoon where where it was sort of time to get down a brass tacks. And it's like, hey man, like how's your life? Like Ooh. how are how are you doing? You know, like, what are your issues with your relationships, your partner, your family, your kids, your job? And we were, it was really cool, like, two guys that I've been friends with for a long, long time and will be friends with till the end of my time. And we were able to just kind of cut through the bullshit and, like, kind of reconnect and and state some grievances and some important issues and some non-important issues and kind of really, like kind of connect in a cool way in the middle of uh, middle of Portland and at the like a side
0: pocket corner to shoots brewery. It was wonderful. That's so cool. And you know what? The older I get, the more I feel like I'm inclined to do that and just kind of like you said cut through the noise and get to those real conversations and especially buddies who you don't see as frequently. Yeah. It's really nice to just kind of get down to brass tacks as you said yeah. and have those real conversations. It's that's a cool thing. I it think It was. I like just for a moment I feel like men often we don't do that and I think that it's important that we do connect and communicate and share our feelings emotions especially this point of our lives like we said we're halfway done with our race here here it's important
1: yeah it was it was a nice little moment that was maybe like four or five hours after being there so we were able to we'd kind of got over the sort of the sort of the gloss of life a little bit, you know, and kinda like I said, kinda get down to the real stuff. Like, hey man, are are you happy? Hey man, are you doing well? And it was a really neat moment and sort of like sort of connected the bonds that have made us friends for a while and then it was great right and then we had those moments and then bang back to the hotel we got to shower up we we got to get on our white caps gear we got to get into
0: game mode baby let's go did you have any disco naps or you just kind of kept going throughout the day Man, we're not napping no excitement's too high excitement was too high (laughs) yeah that first day of a trip too like you're kind of there's so much adrenaline pumping Listen, as i said jc i haven't been out of
1: the house in two years you think i'm taking a time out my first My first rodeo in
0: a while? These boots were made for walking, bruh. I got a question for you. Ask away. If you had to quantify the toll that the trip took on your body, would you say you lost three or four days of your life? Mm. (laughs) In the words of Cat
1: Stevens, my body's been a good friend, but I won't need it when I reach my end. (laughs) I'd say four. I lost four days. Okay. That's not bad. I lost four days. Worth it. Worth it, man. Totally worth it other you know if you know anything about portland the brewery scene is wonderful the food and drink was everything that it, that that i expected it totally yeah. lived up to it just getting back to the chronological order we go back to the hotel we shower flip on the white caps gear um sort of head over towards uh providence park it was walking distance We get over there and um, man, what a cool scene. What a cool scene. We walk in, sort of grab a beer, get a sense of the park. We're kind of at one end, just opposite where the the Timbers supporter section is, or at the opposite end. Nice. And uh, man, 29,000, an absolute full throat place was buzzing the the timber score really quickly maybe like the five or six minute mark put a bit of a damper on oh that reminds me and up to my left up to my left is the white cap supporter section so they're like right there like i could hit them with a rock and yeah man really neat energy in there was absolutely electric had a great time an absolute great time three one win for the portland timbers green smoke bombs going off on the other end Oh, uh I meant to text you this when I was there. Uh Vanny's denim working a nice light denim. I think I saw a knee patch. He was a little bit away from me, but I think I saw a knee patch. I tried to start the Randy River chant. Randy River. No one went for it. No one went for it. Even my pals, they didn't go for it either. But yeah, uh 3 1, Timbers win. Uh we were had, like I said, we had some White Cap supporters. Their section was close to us. Really, really cool, really cool space. We're going to put a, a couple of pictures out on the Sports Gloss IG just to get a sense of it. Really, really cool place to watch a soccer match, Jamal. Highly, highly, highly recommend.
0: You shared a, a photo with me, and it was really cool just to see how close and intimate you were to the action. That was really cool. Like, Were you able to get that experience that you were craving? Like like you said, like hearing the communication on the field from the players, yeah, yeah. kind of seeing just the like intricacies of the game things yeah. that happen I imagine like if you had a corner kick near your end you could probably have a really good oh, yeah uh scoop of like what was happening like all the machinations there
1: 40th birthday we popped for some good tickets so we went for it a little bit and you could get definitely get some of that you could definitely hear it you could you could hear the bodies colliding excuse me you could you could feel the action we' were close enough to feel the action it was
0: quite wonderful that's awesome that's awesome would you go back to that park for a game again oh yeah Oh yeah.
1: This weekend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely I go back. Yeah, it was it was it was so cool. And um the the sort of I mean just we don't have that here just to skip ahead a little bit. Uh, caps eventually score the game is sort of always tilted in the timbers favor but it, it's a great time and we're enjoying it all it's all good and also just it's so neat too when you everyone's sort of streaming and billowing out of a big stadium right like that there's that cool scene of the scramble for cabs and people chanting and and the cars and the action the flurry of these 30 thirty thousand people sort of dissolving into the night right like so cool and we were in no hurry we kind of just took it easy walked around a little bit we weren't in a big rush but the only one thing i wish i did is sort of i would have liked to walk around the stadium a little bit more we sort of okay. s- we sort of stayed in our end a little bit because we were sort of sectioned off i wish we would have stretched our legs and sort of taken a real walk around and got some more viewpoints we did a little bit of that but i would have liked to have done a little bit more in the moment after uh a little bit of time at McMinnimans. We were happy where we were and we and it was all great and and it was all great. But the the soccer was great, the football was great, man. Had a had a lovely lovely time.
0: Lovely time. I had one more question about the game before mm. we move on. Uh Timbers scored 3, you said. Did you see him song the wood? Like Well, that was down, so like I said, we were, that was down at the
1: opposite end. Okay. So we were kind of like Pulling out the binocs, the hypothetical <laughs> binocs, like, are they cutting it? And, yeah, we saw one time they cut it and, like, held up the round. And yeah. I think the man of the match got, like, got yeah. the round. I saw a picture on Instagram later. They posted, Timber's IG posted, like, the man of the match holding it. So, okay, yeah, so I sort of saw that at a distance, sort of saw that at a distance. It was like, it, It's much easier to see stuff like that on TV, actually. when you, When yeah. you're in the barn, there's so much stimuli around. You're kind of like, you know, and they scored, and I was... I was frustrated. I would never. P.S. I would never. Like, person behind us just had terrible language. Man, you're, oh, you're out in public. Gee. There's kids around. Like, yeah, mind your p's and q's. Like, be respectful. It's crazy. I don't understand people swearing in the public.
0: I don't get it either. I mean, I know a lot of people feel like they have this gravitas or whatever you want to call it to to speak their mind and to just blow off a bunch of steam. I paid for my ticket. Yeah, but. It's a bad look, in my opinion. No, cheer, support,
1: yeah. boo, if you want,
0: whatever. But don't be like... You're still in public. It's yeah. still, we're still civilized. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Even in Portland. The, the rivers in Portland, you made a comment about the Willamette. A couple of little sort of Uber and cab rides we took around. The Yeah, man. Just the scene down there is, is so wild. We got Mount Rainier. I was able to discern between Mount Rainier and Mount St. Helens. Mount St. Helens yeah. flat top. Yeah. Right, and Mount Rainier, really cool, a cool city. JC, I was, I was, um, I was quite impressed. Like, I would go back in a hot minute. You see the Portland, Oregon
0: sign with a deer? You bet I did. Love that. Sign. You
1: bet I did. I was yeah. trying to find a T-shirt with it on it. Actually, you know, <laughs> I like a touristy T-shirt. I couldn't find one, but. Yeah, no, it was, I did see that. I did see that. And I yeah. uh, saw the Moto Center where the Blazers play. It's kind of away from everything. It is, yeah. And it's right along the, sort of right around the highway. We saw when we were going over to 23rd, which we which we did the next day. So the, we go pretty much after the game. We sort of mulled around a little bit. We, at that point, it had been a long day. Like I said, we had been up since 4 a.m. So we went back to the hotel, listened to some music, and eventually crashed. Next morning, we were up. I think I was up. My whole plan was like, I'm not with the kids. I'm going to sleep in. I was up at 5.45. <laughs> I wasn't vertical at 5.45, but I was awake at 5.45. Clockwork. Yeah. yeah. It's, it wasn't the best. Let's program it. Yeah, it really is. It really <laughs> is. But um, yeah, even with all the brewery stops, everyone was feeling pretty good. We didn't certainly didn't overdo it. And um, yeah, we were up early. We, someone had sort of recommended need to go over to Twenty Third, yeah. which is another section on another part of the city that maybe you're familiar with, sort of the the geographical layout. Anyway, so we we go over there early, maybe like ten o'clock, and we find this cool little. I think you would call it a dive bar, but maybe sort of like a breakfasty daytime dive bar. Like the uh, it was called. Uh, I wrote it down here. Knob Hill Grill. It was <laughs> nice. It was it was really cool we get in there not like an overly nice place but wonderful energy very full um we drink caesars in canada the americans drink your some of your friends drink what do we call them bloody mary's bloody mary's i still can't quite get into that one but i'm trying but there's it's like better s- no clamato yeah, I think we have a difference of opinion there, but that's okay. Let's not get into it. But um, just really great vibes in there. You know, we had breakfast and some coffee and, and got sort of recalibrated on, on the Sunday and we spent some time on 23rd, uh, found another McMinimins and, and a pool table, something that you can't find in Victoria. And I, 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 you know, like there's Peacocks downtown if you're a a local person and listening to the Sports Gloss. And we really do, as always, thank you for listening. Like there used to be pool tables everywhere and you just can't find that. So we were at this McMinimins, again, a big woody space, had this big wooden or big wood stove that and Mm. wood everywhere that they would use in the winter. It'd be a wonderful place on a wintry day.
0: Yeah. And I think it, each McMenamins is is unique. Like, there's oh, they're different all yeah. They're
1: a ch- they're a chain, but they're entirely different. They're so different.
0: Yeah, I've been to the school as well, which you should go to next time. Okay. Yeah, but um, I'll get there this weekend. <laughs> but the vibes are great. And but sorry, one thing that you said that like triggered me and just made me like just feel so warm inside. was like dive bars because we have a, a dearth of dive bar, dive bars here, mm-hmm. and I feel like. We were dive bar connoisseurs. Yeah. We were reverence for dive bars. Yes. And when you were just regaling me with these tales, I'm just thinking, oh man, what? Oh, I miss it. I miss it. Paint paint me a picture of some of these dive bars. You talk about the pool tables. Talk about like miniments. Like, but those oops. are nice Those are kind of nice spots. Yeah.
1: We went into a. We went into the later that day. Yeah. Probably. We went into. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, a joke to a place that was kind of below ground yeah and it's funny we so it was like oh you got to try this sort of dive bar. we just kind of stumbled doesn't look like anything from the outside like very auspicious there's a little patio set up but not not really excited this is over in the belmont section if you're more familiar anyway we sort of go we go below ground a little bit yeah and it's this maybe like eight foot ceiling dive bar black uh like black lights everywhere nice sort of circular bar tables ever dodgy characters at every corner most people <laughs> sitting and drinking by themselves right get some career alcoholics about definitely definitely um and on the on the walls everyone's writing things in chalk right so everyone's writing like catchphrases that's where i sent you that picture of uh
0: yeah picture
1: of that i sent you little americana there and um so we go down and dive bars are funny because so to your point So me and one of my pals, Jord, we were loving it. Like this is the best place ever. Why would we ever leave here? Yeah. Yeah. My other buddy, Ryan was like, I don't like this. I don't like this. (laughs) He didn't feel the vibe. He didn't like it. That's the thing about dive bars, right? Like he couldn't quite, he's like, oh, is this a meth bar or dive bar? Which I heard someone say out of the corner (laughs) of my ear as I think about it. But I, but it was. I mean, it was super cool, super cool, and something that doesn't exist
0: here. I love a dive bar too, like the, what you're describing, because there's activities. Mm-hmm. Like I love that there, there's something to do, whether it's throwing darts, playing pool, writing chalk on the board, playing yeah. on like the poker machine yes, or whatever there, it is. Yeah. Like I just love that experience uh, and like people are generally in my experience with the uh, dive bars people are a little bit more apt to talk to you like oh, you are said, they ever you have the people that oh, are there man. Every- we were making friends everywhere we went this is charlie he's here every day yeah like that yeah. kind of a vibe like that's their local <sighs> i love that shit yeah me too i love it me I too miss it
1: me too i really we hit a couple of those spots and it was it was a lot of fun man like total different energy than like the aforementioned Deschutes Brewing or the McMinivans, but it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We played. Ended up at a ping pong place. Bring it back to sports. We played nice. a little table tennis. It's sort of like a table tennis brewery in the. And you hear all these things about the brewery scene down there, and it's true, man. It's everywhere. I I was on a on a queso sojourn, right? <laughs> so I sent you that picture of the green chili queso. You were on God. a mission. I was on a mission. So we had some some green chili queso from a little spot called Robo Taco mm-hmm. that I was able to procure. We did that. And um, yeah, man, just a wonderful time. Just a wonderful time. It was it was wonderful. The last thing I'll say is sort of about the, and we were just eating and drinking our way through the city, which was without the family there, which was just perfect. Just absolute bliss. Absolute fucking bliss. <laughs> uh, we ended up with like this, someone recommended to us, a bartender at a previous place, previous place, of course, you got to go to this uh, 30th floor sort of rooftop patio, so end up at this really, really, really kind of high end spot we're thirty floors up, and we had this wonderful bird's eye view of the city of portland panoramic absolute panoramic we're That's looking awesome. we're high up, we're looking over the Willamette and the city. Got another little sense of it. It was wonderful, man. We had a bunch of oysters, some gazpacho. It was, whoa, it was great. We were going for
0: it. Speaking my language.
1: It was it was really nice. And the oysters powered me all night. I was feeling good all night. All night.
0: That's He's, awesome.
1: Yeah, it was great, man.
0: Did you go to any food truck pods? And if you did, I'm curious about like what your thoughts are about those. Because we don't really have those pods here. But I know Portland's renowned for that.
1: I saw, I did see a lot of them. We went to one. We yeah. had like a quick meal at one, which was cool. There are a lot of options. I like how they did it down there. You saw them everywhere. I haven't seen anything quite like that, where
0: they just had option, option, option. All Different to be, varieties. That's right.
1: It all seemed to be quite quality, it appeared.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> As well, I've noticed too, like when you're there, some will just, they're always adjacent or set up to certain breweries or certain yeah, right. bars. Smartly. And it's it's a dream. It is. The it bar is. can just operate and do what they do, and yep. then the the food truck is also getting you know patrons there. So Absolutely. some it's, of the runoff,
1: it's brilliant. Yeah, I know. I I really liked it down there, man. It was, it's a
0: wonderful, cool city. It was a wonderful, cool city. And I were, yeah. Oh, I had two more things, but finish your go talk. on. No, go on. Did you feel like you had walked into the future after living in Victoria and not leaving the <laughs> island for so long? There's an Uber here. Yeah. There's other things that I've seen in a while. Like, I think did you u- feel? Like I think you Uber's were in... coming
1: in a couple of weeks, but your point is a good one.
0: <laughs> coming in a couple of weeks. It's been everywhere else for <laughs> they, a decade.
1: Yeah, they keep saying that too. Yeah. Couple more weeks. Couple more weeks. <laughs> uh, you know, there was there was a little bit of that. JC Uber was real a real easy comment, and I agree. I don't know, man. It was. I just like the atmosphere. Actually, what I will say, before I left Victoria, and when I got down there, and everyone we talked to in the airport, the first thing, the first thing people said to me, friends of mine here in Victoria, and people that I talked to in transit was, ooh, Portland's getting dicey. Portland's getting dicey. It's getting a little bit gritty. It's getting a little bit grimy. The homeless population is exploding. And so I was a little bit, I was a little bit weary, to be honest. Sure. And i gotta tell you i I barely noticed it completely comparable to victoria and yeah. i don't want I don't want to speak in a belittling manner of uh people who are struggling with mental health or addiction or having a tough go i don't I don't mean it in that sense, but that problem and that section of the population is has grown rapidly in any size city or area in the last couple of years. Rural areas, like yeah. even Little Black Creek, that population is starting to arise and, and so the feedback I was getting before I went was that's everywhere and you can't avoid it and it's dicey. And again, I'm sympathetic to the plight of those people. I'm not besmirching them at all, at all. But it was, I never felt threatened would be way too strong a word. I was comfortable it felt like any big North American city to me in that respect that you see it and it's there, but it wasn't, I was, people kept saying you're oh, Portland's in the trash. Like it's in the dumpster now. <sighs> Not at all. And the thing that I really liked actually JC to piggyback on that, it felt like a big city with lots to do population of Portland area is about 650,000. Yeah. But never once did it feel busy to me. Like the streets were relatively empty there, there's lots to do, and there's people around, but you didn't feel like people were on your back. You didn't feel like you were shoulder to shoulder on sidewalks, crashing into people accidentally. Like, felt like just like
0: wonderful ease to it. Not overpopulated. Like, it was a hoot, man. There's nice spacing there. It's not sp- too sprawling, but like you yeah. said, there's like room for you to have that space and to explore. And there's so many wonderful places to to have a good time in. Is there ever? I had two more quick things fire away life. fire away one was and you know this is something I am always complaining about and talking about and that is the niceties the friendliness did you find that mm. when you' were in Portland mm. you said you made some friends a little bit earlier did you well, find I made friends that? everywhere I well made, yeah. I made friends the, I, I heard a, I heard knows. a line today from a young employee of mine <laughs> the kids call it riz
1: charisma have you heard this I've heard it yeah charisma was high between the three of us this weekend we're <laughs> kind of on one a bit we're on a heater
0: I know that you you are a very charismatic person, very extroverted, so that's easy for you to just walk into a place and... Make some and, friends and make some friends so that's great I'm not surprised there but in general kind of compared you know I'm always so you've compl- said this
1: before you've I'm always said this complaining before. about this here you're constantly yeah.
0: complaining both on the pod
1: and, and when we chat and text that you're saying hi to people and you're getting very cool feedback you're not getting sort of reciprocated energy or or uh,
0: attention literally I was walking down my street that I live on the other day to go mm-hmm. to an appointment and I said hi to a woman, looked her dead in the eyes, and said hello, and she just looked back at me, didn't say anything, just kind of stared, mm-hmm. and then just kept carried walking. on. And it happens to me frequently. And it you say that gets my goat. So you've
1: said that before, and and obviously I've had that experience here too. But when you've said that to me before, Jamal, I thought to myself, ah, I think you're being just a little bit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I totally buy that. I find people here pretty friendly. Like I get what you're saying, but I thought, ah, I don't know, man. I think you're maybe. Overanalyzing that one however i go down there and everybody and their uncle is happy to say hello happy to shake hands happy to become friendly um so i am very i must admit i'm very clearly seeing your point now anywhere we went oh you're from canada blah 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 you know it, that's a separate issue like it's some far away place but every everyone was everyone was quite quite friendly Jamal and I'm kind of picking up what you're putting down in that category now because everyone was super happy to see us super accommodating very friendly very
0: genuine and and I appreciated that I admit I'm probably more hypersensitive to that than a lot of other people and growing up where I did in the south too I'm more privy to that but mm-hmm. I also just feel like post I don't want to say post, but kind of what we've gone through with the pandemic and things, I'm more inclined to be friendly and greet people, especially yeah. people I see regularly, people that are familiar faces. But sure. here there's a bit more of a cold shoulder, a bit more of a, a mm-hmm. paper wall, if you will, with mm-hmm. a lot of people. Uh, the PNW freeze, my buddy Joe calls it, the Pacific Northwest freeze, where people, you say hello and they freeze and they mm. don't say anything. Mm. Um but i'm glad to hear that you caught a little bit of what i've been talking about like cuz it it is something that really burns me up here dude i so, I, I, yeah. I and
1: and i again i must admit like i kind of get it now cuz everywhere we went it was like it's a
0: good feeling it was a wonderful feeling it such was a, a wonderful good feeling.
1: feeling and and for me going down there it's kind of like Oh, um, you know, anywhere in America, yeah, there's a little bit of uh, that is sometimes in the back of your mind yeah and and everyone there is so disarming and at least in my little experience in the fifty two hours I was away, like so disarming and sweet and kind and happy, you know, sort of op- you know open to a conversation or whatever and and I kind
0: of, like I said, I kind of get what you're saying. Converted you. Mm. Last question mm. before we move on for you walking away from that experience, that time away, how did it impact you? Like did you feel like, man, I really need this. This was cathartic. I had some time to reflect. I caught up with buddies, like you said, I had some real conversations. Mm-hmm. Kind of thought about things from afar. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. As they always say. Did you have any reflections or things you took away from the trip?
1: I had all of those thoughts, man. I I really enjoyed I just described my excitement and my glee that I had down there but I had all of that it was so nice to get away absence made the heart grow fonder yeah man it was a total refresher I came back and and yeah we carried on a little bit but wasn't we didn't overdo it and i came back just happy and feeling like my bucket was full a little bit and ready ready to get back into the sort of the air quotes the daily grind of parenting and work life and all that and feeling like so nice to again just kind of stretch my legs in that category and yeah i came back feeling like totally refreshed totally refreshed and and happy for the time down there happy at home
0: and see my family like it was it had all of that man it had all of that that's wonderful i'm so happy for you i'm glad you had that experience I truly mean it it's it's cool
1: thanks Paul. i yeah, know it was great definitely have been daydreaming about it at work
0: since already looking at
1: flights i'm in i'm into portland i am into portland we need to go to a blazers game that's that was the talk actually down there the two guys i was down there with my two friends we were talking i mean we're basketball guys like you are and it was like we got to get down here for some hoops we got to get down here for some hoops. We'll make it happen. We'll yeah. make it
0: happen. I want to shift and do a little Q&A with J&J. You were talking about being refreshed, and I have some things that come to mind, but who's our sponsor for Q&A with J&J this time?
1: Q&A with J&J brought to you by... Sir, are you sure you're going to wear sandals with your jeans? Now, do we need... <laughs> Do we need to see your toes? I know it's warm out, and, and your feet and your head are two of your biggest heat monitors in your body system. But do we need to see your toes and that fungus toe hey. strolling around, strolling around with that denim on? How are you living <laughs> like that in those Javiendas? Javiendas. Thank you. You stepping on the back of your jeans like that? <laughs> You're going to walk around all day and night? With that kind of arch support, how are you doing that, sir or madam? Your
0: lower back must be your aching. lower back
1: must be killing you. You can't go more than a mile. I'm talking in miles now. Get the proper footwear. I saw that wear. down there, JC. I thought because we've talked about that before. I just don't know how I don't know how people roll like that. And I don't know
0: how they do it. Not my mo. No. Are you asking for plantar fasciitis? <laughs> They're not hooping like we are. They, they, they're not thinking about it in the correct know. way. I don't know. <laughs> What's the question? So Q&A with J&J. I'm going to hit you with a little bit of a game. We're going to play a game tonight. Yeah. So I'm going to hit you with some quick hitters. We're talking about being refreshed. We're talking about this warm weather. So mm. it brought to mind like treats for me. Mm. It Sweet has been treats. summery around here. Yeah. Sweet treats during the warm weather. Mm. So I'm going to ask you kind of an either or. I'm going to name two Mostly food items. Okay. And you tell me which one you prefer. Okay. I might pause at a certain point and ask you why if I'm feeling inquisitive. Okay. You ready? Yes. Gelato or soft serve? Tough question. It's like
1: picking between your children. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go
0: soft serve. Okay. You? It's tough, like you said, it depends on the situation. Yeah. Grew up as a dairy queen kid, so mm. I go gelato. Mm. I go July. Can't go wrong with either next. Yeah. McFlurry or Blizzard?
1: Blizzard. Blizzy. You're a blizzard wizard over here. <laughs> you bet I am. Hold it upside down. Hold it upside down before you give it to me, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a blizzy Blizzard too. Yeah.
0: Gotta go. There's way more options. What's your flavor? Hmm. Elveni- Canadian or American? Whatever.
1: Oh, oh. Can I tell you mine? Please. Reese's pieces. Ooh, why? I'll pass on the peanut butter cups. It's okay, but not my first choice. Yeah. My first choice is Reese's Pieces. Doesn't exist anymore. You can't get it. Yeah. But I like a Reese's Pieces Blizzard.
0: When I'm in Canada, Heath Bar. We don't have that at home. Yeah, I said it. I'm not even familiar with that. Toffee covered in chocolate. Sounds great, but I don't... Yeah. No, no get stuck in the molars. Yeah, you gotta floss after any, yeah. any Blizzard. <laughs> um, when I'm at home... I don't know, man. It depends. There's so many wild things out there. Some I'd probably say M&M is a safe bet. Sure, but I sure. also like a mint Oreo. Okay. okay. Yep. Um, cone or sundae? Hmm. I used to be a big sundae guy. I
1: like my. I used to really be I feel strongly about ice cream in a cup. Yeah. I guess since
0: having kids, I've kind of come around on the easeability of cones. You I know. like cones do yeah. you do sugar cones or the cake cones like the ones the waffle cone thing or like the more standard boxy I'll take them both, take them both. I'm a waffle cone guy sure my second job ever Gelati Celeste represent mm. Mm. so I've really got scooping scooping really scooping waffle cones making waffle cones scooping ice cream 17 through 18 you keep
1: that scooper in the hot water so you can get them out quick
0: there's a couple of little tricks i want to spend too Go much time with but there's Go different on. kinds of scoopers some of them have like mercury or something in them and they're the kind of metal ones they're like more substantial ones so it actually when it hits the ice cream it's already like cooling it and makes it easier to scoop i love that yeah
1: this is like a sort of a baskin robin style shop that you're working at 17 with a bunch of buckets in front of, it and you're just firing yeah the cool thing working about the,
0: the wrist <laughs> working the wrist getting getting ready for tennis absolutely the cool thing was basically you know we're making pennies or whatever you're a teenager just happy to be there yeah but during your shift you can eat as much ice cream as you want
1: Mm. throw a little free a little kid size scoop to a little uh, maybe a friend maybe a maybe a special friend wannabe special
0: friend was that something here try the strawberry it's pretty good i made it i didn't make it (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i was actually being um i was kind of like a what's the word apprenticing mm, training apprenticing to be the ice cream maker and no then I, I left for for college and i said, oh deuces boo, boo. <laughs> i could have could have still be there just crank it out the rum raisin but i moved on <laughs> oh, i think you made the right choice but <laughs> I think that's so. fun i've never met you if i didn't that's
1: right <laughs> but think of your rum your rum raisin recipe these days
0: <laughs> i don't know man i i I don't know. I haven't had any rum raisins. It's just something that came to mind because it's a bit exotic. Yeah. I yeah. remember that would be like the one guy on Sunday. Like, oh, I want a pint of rum raisins. I was yeah. Like, what? Everybody else gets chocolate peanut butter, bro. What's your deal? Yeah. Okay. Um, smoothie or
1: Slurpee? Mm, that's hard to... Those are. That's a little bit different. They're
0: different, yeah.
1: We're talking like a fruit
0: smoothie? Yes.
1: Well, I certainly had a fruit smoothie more more recently and much more often than i've had a slurpee it's been a while since i've had a slurpee i'm not anti-slurpee i just wait i mean it's slurpee season now i'll probably run into one soon do you go what's your slurpee flavor
0: well this is to ask you do mm. you mix them up swamp water yeah
1: i go two two's my max
0: okay do you ever do cola is that in the equation
1: coke and dr pepper really yeah
0: interesting yeah huh. you no i'll do like i don't know whatever like fruit punchy kind of red colored thing sure and then like whatever like blue green thing. <laughs> you go fruit yeah <laughs> i go fruit i stay away from the cola you do yeah man okay okay well will teach their own yeah speaking of drinks mm. arnold pa- arnold palmer mm. i can't even say it arnold palmer which is a half iced tea half lemonade they're very so delight big, yeah big drink in the south
1: when I, sorry when i was down south i was hoping to run into a glass of i know it's too north for that but like a glass of sweet tea or like Ooh. someone hit me with like a glass of tea question yeah Do you want some tea like i was looking for that little taste of americana too i didn't get it
0: well the thing is where i'm from it's default sweet tea mm. And it's funny when people are like oh I, I i they expect something different like they get iced tea expecting like i don't know what they're expecting no not enough sugar or lemon to like give you a cavity. It's was like, no, 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 this is the default. You get sweet tea. You have to defer. It's like decaf. Yeah. It's like I don't I don't yeah, want yeah. this. You go to a Chick-fil-A, you go to a Hardee's, sure. whatever, anywhere, they're going to give you sweet tea. Like why would they do anything else? So it's funny to be when people are like they have ice for the first time and the look on their face when they realize how fucking sweet it is.
1: Yeah, it's sweeter than uh Yeah. Oof. Um just one as a quick aside these are these are sort of stereotypical things, but having not been in the United States and in, in how many years, it's funny because when I tell people, oh yeah, I'm from Victoria again, no recognition. And this is not this is not you know breaking news, but there's no recognition. I say, oh B.C., you know again nothing, and and I say, oh you know close to Vancouver, mm, maybe <laughs> maybe right maybe yeah. Did you pull a Seattle out the bag? Well, eventually, I probably did. In some <laughs> cases, it is still always striking to me. Like everyone, everyone that I talk to, and as genuine and as sweet and as as nice as they seem to be, like no one had ever been to Canada. Mm. It's still that sort of foreign, foreign place to a lot of Americans, which is still kind of boggling to me at times. Right? I know that's sort of a stereotyp- stereotypical thing, like the ketchup chips. But it, but it is funny, right? Like we were talking to some people in oh, Canada oh, and, and this young woman said, isn't it really strict up there? <laughs> Opposite. Yeah. And I was like, uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know what to say to you. right <laughs> <now."> <laughs> They let women control their bodies. <laughs>
1: oh, nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. Here, here. Yeah. So so it's just, it, it is so funny. I mean... I don't know if you know the stat, but I'm gonna make the stat up. But like, only like half of Americans have their passport, yeah, something like that's that, accurate. right?
0: You know, like, which is which is still trippy to me. It is. I mean, my I'm not gonna defend it, but I guess one of the things I'll say, like, no, don't defend it. I'm not even knocking yeah. it.
1: It's just an observation because it is, you know, like. To a lot of Americans, it seems so far when it's, yeah, how exactly. long was the flight? Well, it was 45 minutes from Vancouver. <laughs> like, it wasn't like a big exercise, you know?
0: Yeah, we kind of, we're myopic. We're just looking, we're kind of isolationist and look at our own kind of thing. And the country is so vast and so large. It's nine times its population. Of, ten, let's call it ten. Sure, 10. There's more black Americans than they are... Canadians. Canadians. There's yeah. more people living in the state of California than they are in Canada. 90% of the population of Canada is, what, 100 kilometers from the border. Sure. So I feel like more inclined to go down and, and get your little convenient things in mm-hmm. the U.S. and have an experience, go down south, get some sunshine, whatever it is. Yes. Whereas I think it's the opposite. People don't really venture more abroad, more yeah. north, to yeah. do those sort of things. They're missing out, I think. But... At the same time, um, I get it from an American perspective. Yeah, Um, and we're just kind of we're kind of I don't know we're kind of blissfully ignorant about a lot of things outside of our. I'll give you that. That's that's more pud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I I I feel you. You're like you're touching distance, but you've never fucking heard of it. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. It is wild. (laughs) 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 Never been past downtown. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you. I got just a couple more to wrap this up. So we're talking about AP, Arnold Palmer, or a limeade limeade well, ooh, yeah you like that little get yeah. you back here yeah give me that tart give me that sour i gotta go ap mm. yeah i don't golf but i love them
1: <laughs> let's get one of those on your patio this summer a
0: couple arnie peas we'll make it ooh. happen i got a three-way for you cool a little I, menage a trois i can handle it okay kool-aid capri sun or hawaiian punch Ooh,
1: tough one great question kool-aid capri sun or hawaiian punch i think i'm gonna go capri sun Ooh. I like that. Like a pouch? Give me that straw in a pouch. Oh, it's on my shirt, but that's cool. We'll go with it. <laughs> I think I'm going
0: Capri Sun. You? Kool-Aid. Mm. You got to make the Kool-Aid, but then you get to make the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Add your own sugar. How much of it do uh, yeah. you want? Who's looking? Ma, you looking? <laughs> yeah. If you ever seen the movie House Party, there's a great Kool-Aid scene. <laughs> I don't remember. They have a remake of it out now, but... Oh, man, he just pours so, so much, much sugar, yeah. and it's like, I mean, you can't even stir it. There's so much sugar in there. you guys make homemade popsicles? Yeah, yeah. from like,
1: Kool-Aid. From Kool-Aid? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Or a limeade homemade popsicle sometimes we will do, I've or an iced that. tea. Speaking of, a nice iced tea, sweet or non-sweet. I, oof. It's got to be sweet. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's almost that season. I love it. We're getting there. We're getting there. You got one more? No. Okay. Have you ever had a root beer popsicle? Was that part of your childhood? No. A root beer popsicle
0: sounds good. I've had the root beer kind of slushy thing.
1: Yeah, I can't remember little... where,
0: but that was pretty good. Mm. I've had root beer floats. Yeah, it's... I'm not really a fan.
1: Do you like a root beer float? I mean, there was probably a time. It's been probably 20 years since I had one, but I wouldn't turn one down. It's novel.
0: Yeah, I remember getting like There's a time mug and a place. And it's, There's like, a time a and a place presentation. Yeah, seems like a, a big thing. Vanilla. Yeah.
1: While we're talking food, I did run into queso. You know, we talk queso on this pod. You come here for queso talk. <laughs> we had a layover on the way back. We had a layover in the Calgary Airport. Let's tie it all together. We had a layover in the Calgary Airport. Cowboy and
0: hats and hospitality. We uh,
1: What did we enjoy? What did we enjoy in the Calgary Airport? JC and my pal Ryan, we had uh, maybe our last beer of the trip and some Chili's, not quite like we're back in Kilgore, but we had some Chili's queso.
0: But you didn't go to Flingers? You went to Chili's? We went to Chili's. Okay.
1: We had the queso waiting for our flight, and it was delicious.
0: Delicious. Still holds up. I love it. Yeah. Quality control across yeah. the border. Across <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Best queso of the trip was the Calgary airport. Love it. <laughs> With that, let's take a break. Sports gloss. We're going to talk a little bit of NBA. And then there were four. Los Angeles and Denver out west and Boston and Miami out east. Let's talk about that LA-Denver series, JK. Denver went up 2-0 after a win today. Tonight. Been really entertaining games. Mm-hmm. Game one was a classic. Sure was. I was really, really enthralled. Denver had a 21-point lead at one point in the second half. Lakers made a, a run... Got back into it. Denver almost loses, almost blows that game. But they still hold on. Denver... Same sort of story tonight, too. Exactly. And Lakers kind of found a formula late in that game that I think was quite interesting. They they switched Rui Hachimura on to Jokic mm-hmm. and switched Davis mm-hmm. on to Gordon. Darvinham pulling the strings. Yeah. Lots of good things happening there. You know, Jokic had an all-time game the first game tonight. He had... 30 excuse me 23 17 and 12 not too shabby not too shabby another <laughs> triple double mark jackson might know who he is now he might give him a send vote. him a vote he might send him a vote he might be in the top five for the mvp Come ballot on, mark <laughs> mama there goes that man are
1: you still feeling like the nuggets are the prohibitive favorite last pod we talked yes. that we both think the Nuggets are still the favorite it's early in these two series. Lots can happen. Series are long. Yeah. But I'm still feeling confident in our our bold and mutual prediction of the Nuggets.
0: If I had to rank the teams right now without an overreaction, I would say Nuggets 1, Lakers 2. Yeah, it's too early. It's too early. Miami 3, Boston 4? Yeah, it's
1: too early. It's too early. The series are long, as I just said. Um, your thoughts on LeBron through 2 in that series?
0: Got a LeBron stat for you. Go on. In the playoffs, Mm -hmm. he's shooting 25% from three point. Really? Didn't make one tonight. I think he took six. 0 for six tonight. And I was watching, and even in the last, the first game, game one, that was a big contentious point for me. He settled for a three late. I think there were like four or five. There wasn't a need for it. And he settled for like a, I don't know, 24 footer. And he's not hitting it. And I understand you're one of the best players ever to touch a basketball, but if it ain't working, don't be stubborn. I mean, I know shooters got to shoot. You can shoot all those things, but he's not Steph. And I just feel like... There was I'm, a series
1: tonight, sort to cut you off. There was a series tonight, late in the third quarter. They went back and forth, and each team missed... Like There was like eight consecutive missed threes. Yeah, I remember that. And just after that, Jamal Murray got hot, to his credit. And then he he hit like three or four in a row, or almost in a row... But there was a stretch tonight when I was watching. It was just like ping pong. It was like, blank, blank, blank. We're going to break the
0: rim. <laughs> Brick City. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Yeah, I remember that. And LeBron was settling. And
1: LeBron, LeBron missed a couple of those. Like,
0: So as a basketball player, I'm going to uh, say this to you. Do you think that a lot of him settling for those threes are tired legs? I don't want to try to get into the lane bully ball mm-hmm. a bit. I would or, say that about other people.
1: I wouldn't say that about LeBron. Do like, you think he's just supreme confidence? Yes.
0: Irrational confidence guy? Yes.
1: And he, he he went to the hoop in that game, and he can always go to the hoop because he's so strong, because his legs are so strong. Nah, in that case, I probably wouldn't say it. I think he was just a little bit off from deep tonight. 25% in the playoffs from three is... I think that's up.
0: tired legs, man. Yields that's up. my call. I think it's tired legs. 38-year-old legs catching up with him? It's a long season. They're probably in game what? close to 100 games this mm-hmm. year. I don't know how many he's played, but mm-hmm. that catches up with you. Mm-hmm. And then you're at Altitude in Denver, mm. the turnaround. He- Peyton Manning in the front row, his forehead glistening down. <laughs> I saw Russ Wilson proud of Richmond, Virginia in the uh, first game was a uh, court side. Sierra, close by? No, mm. it was a boys trip. Mm. Yeah. Relatable. <laughs> On brand for this episode. Oh, man. But yeah, um, I think... Going to LA now. First of all, actually, let me not skip over things. Let me not gloss over Jamal Murray's thirty-seven tonight. Yeah. I think he had thirty-one in the yep. first game. Here, here. I think he had twenty-three in Canadian. the second half. Yeah. yeah.
1: He and and down the stretch for the Nugs tonight, he was clutch. It was his. The ball was in his hand. Obviously, we know what Jokic, aka the Joker, the other Serbian Joker, can do. But Jamal was. It was, as we said in a previous app, vintage bubble Jamal tonight. He was hitting big shots. He was in control. When he is going, his touch is pretty incredible
0: it is no sign of that acl injury Mm -mm. lingering Mm -mm. like he can get in the lane and have a floater that three-point shot is sweet is
1: it ever and he's twitchy on the three-point line he gets he backs people off and splashes it
0: right in their face i like watching him play i love how he works with pick and roll too Mm. because it's it's not a very direct pick and roll often with him it's he's probing he's kind of looking for angles he's looking for spots So it's just kind of herky jerky kind of thing. It's so cerebral and smart, I think. And credit to him. I mean, he's, I think he's been a star, but now being in this, let's say, final four in the NBA right now, he's emerging, being in the national spotlight. Not a lot of people see this Denver team. And I think now, I wouldn't say people are being introduced to him, but I think people are just kind of being reminded. Yeah, how good he can be. His talent.
1: He had two years there, like you just said. He had two years there where he was kind of banged up, he was hurt. Yeah. Seriously, I heard he was in civvies on the sidelines.
0: Yeah, he's only 26. I mean, he's got some good years ahead of him. He's still approaching his prime, in my opinion. He's only 26? Yeah.
1: Well, he's got 14 good years ahead of him.
0: (laughs) He's a little broad. Where's
1: Aaron Gordon, dunking Aaron Gordon, rapping Aaron Gordon? Aaron Gordon's surprisingly quiet. Yeah, MIA. I think that... You'd think he'd be doing a little more, even if he's not scoring. You'd think... Aaron Gordon would be doing a little bit, like, some more rebounding and sort of some more facilitating and sort of being the the uber, uber athletic glue guy.
0: He's been bad from the stripe, too. A joiner, if you will. Yeah, man. When he's been at the free throw line, he hasn't been great. He saw him take a just a weird three tonight from the corner, just kind of, like, conceding defeat, white flag three. And it was just like, I need more from him. You know, you, the first game you had a KCP stepping up. Uh, Bubble Jamal, as we said, Jokic has been a walking triple-double. It's been amazing. Um, Bruce Brown, uh, lots of guys just pitching in. Uh, Christian Brown. the you need that in the playoffs. Yeah, lots of guys pitching in. But Gordon, you're going to need him because this, this isn't going to – This is not a sweep. Put the brims away. I think that Gordon is going six or seven. He's going to have to step up. My question moving forward: I don't know if you caught this, but LeBron came down on AD's um, foot and twisted his ankle. Oh, so
1: AD's out. (laughs) LeBron came down on AD's ankle. AD's out. Did he need need a wheelchair? Head wrap? (laughs) Too soon.
0: Too soon, but awesome. Oh, no, no. AD was was okay. He came out unscathed. LeBron looked like he was in a lot of pain. And you know that initial tweak of the ankle and how that just that pain uh, I do. goes through your body. He got up, he finished the game, but I don't think he was his full self. So I'm wondering if that 38 year old uh, weathered body going back home to LA, he can get right for the game and if he's going to be explosive like he always is.
1: What about your favorite, your
0: second favorite? Uh are Arkin. What's someone from Arkansas called? The demo nam, the demo mem, demo, nam, demo mem. I can't remember what the the phrases. But the name of someone from Arkansas would be. Ooh, Arkan- Arkan- Arkansian. <laughs> it would be Ar- Arkan- Arkansian, 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 something like that. How about Austin Reeves? Twenty two. He played thirty six tonight. His name is him.
1: Oh man i i must admit i i've kind of been hating on him he's got that weird hair like he's never, he doesn't, he doesn't he's never he seen he's never seen a weight
0: room no he's got that soft kind of it's like a weird almost kind of like a uh, like a hockey left wing body yes he does well put yeah, yeah you're right yeah. just kind of thick but he made some. He made a
1: nice clutch left-handed layup tonight when the Lakers were pushing at the end. He like he had, he's, he's kind s- of growing on me, and I've kind of detested him recently. But he's I'm kind of into him
0: now. I'm starting my pendulum starting to swing on my admiration of him. He had uh, eight assists, I believe, in the first game. He had some nice dimes, and he also was five and nine from three tonight. He had he had like a nice late layup. He's got game, man. Yes um, he does. Hillbilly Col- Kobe, I love him. Hmm. It doesn't roll off the tongue, by the way. Hillbilly Kobe. That's a hard one to say. Yeah, but he's... uh... I think he's gonna stay there, man. It's so funny, and you see that Hachimura has been really good. He had twenty one off the bench tonight, and it's just like those trades. Those trades are really propelling them to the success they've had.
1: I've pumped his tires recently, and I will continue to do so. Duncan Darvinham, the the backboard shatterer, the way that he moves some of his players around, that he has the way that he interjects Lonnie Walker the fourth, the way that he's used uh, uh, Hachimura in the last two games in different capacities. He's moving the, the pieces on the puzzle board around in, in a really efficient manner. I like what, what Duncan Darvin Hamm is doing.
0: I'll add one more thing to that Ooh. before we move on, and that's um, Dennis Schroeder. Like, he's done some interesting things, too. I like, and this is something, this is a pet peeve of mine mm-hmm. in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Schroeder's been picking up Murray full court, and it's not to steal the ball, but it's just to kind of wear the guy down. If yeah. you pick a guy up yeah, 90, sure. 90 feet from the rim or what have you, He's got to dribble a little bit more. He's got to work a little bit harder to get up the court. And it's just that little thing. And psychologi- psychologically, you've got to be clued in. I like that. I'm I, you know, i not Rick Pitino, but I would like to see teams put a little bit more pr- <laughs> pressure <laughs> in the backcourt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, well, that's what I was trying
1: to do to Ben Gordon, too. I was trying to put a little pressure in the backcourt, and he was just rolling the snowball at me. Like, <laughs> get the fuck
0: out of here. <laughs> Great callback.
1: What about um, Boston, Miami? First game thoughts. They play tomorrow night, five thirty Pacific, eight thirty Eastern.
0: Yes, sir. Thoughts on the first game. Uh, Miami is the ultimate fuck around and find out team. Yeah. I gotta say, because God damn it, Jimmy Butler, I love him so much. Hemi Hemathy, mm. like it's just. You know what I'm gonna say? Jimmy rocks. <sighs> so Kyle good. Lowry's base. He's back. Kyle Lowry apparently has just been hibernating until yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. Like, it's great. Coming off the bench, doing his thing. The stat that stood out for me last night that I saw when I was looking at the box score after the game was Jimmy had his game. He had six steals, but there were four. Bam had 20, and then they had four other guys that had 15. Yep. Which this team is like bombed out and depleted Mm -hmm. to to quote dave dave chappelle Mm -hmm. i mean they've got a lot of injuries like heroes not playing you get caleb martin stepping up you get the the last vestiges of kyle lowry and his base Mm -hmm. stepping up like i thought that was cartier martin (laughs) do you get that reference yes thank you so good but yeah man it's it's um Impressive to see Miami doing what they're doing on the road first game usually a feel yeah. out game yeah
1: it's, it's Boston 500 at home in the true true w- is it still the fleet center whatever the home arena in Boston is now like I still feel
0: like it's the garden yeah. TD garden
1: but I don't know yeah it probably is they the fact that they're a 500 team at home during the playoffs whew, that's interesting and not ideal for a Celtics fan a Celtics
0: player well is it Boston has home of, home court obviously in this one, but if depending on how things fall, like if they play the Lakers, which mm. I don't think a lot of people are fantasizing about, they would still have home court as well. And that doesn't bode well if you can't defend your home court moving Blake, forward. Is Blake Griffin gonna get on the floor for the Celtics in this series? I think he's still just cultivating his mustache. Mm. Peyton Pritchard, pride of the Oregon Ducks, That's you were right. just talking about your trip. Quack quack. He got some time last night. Yeah, he did get some time. He played eleven minutes last night. And it was a curious conundrum because a lot of my Boston Celtics fans were just saying, why is PP getting so much time? And then like grants on the bench and like, just there's been a lot of questioning of uh, Missoula's coaching. We were talking about Darwin Ham being a first year coach and singing his praises, giving him flowers, Missoula yes. first year coach. And he doesn't seem as savvy. Third quarter Miami, won that Epic run 46 yeah. points or something. Joe, yeah. Didn't call timeout, and he caught a lot of heat mm-hmm. in the media mm-hmm. today as a result. So,
1: let's I've, talk about quickly. Sorry, JC. Let's yeah. talk about the two big pieces with the Celtics: Jason Tatum, yes, Cal's Jason Brown from Jalen Brown from Marietta,
0: Georgia. Yeah.
1: How do you feel about those two guys and how they played this far? Who do you like more than the other? Like they're they're a, a two headed monster. And at times, I feel like they're playing really well. They can play really well, and sometimes they can't. I lean towards, if I had to pick one, the Vancouver Grizzlies come back and I'm the GM, which might happen. Hey. And, and I have a choice of those two. I'm leaning Jalen Brown. I think he's a little bit of a smarter player. I get that Jason Tatum, a huge Jason Tatum billboard dropped in Times Square today because he's a Jordan brand guy. Huge uh, billboard. I I kinda like Jalen Brown's game, but again, I'm I'm sort of I'm a little bit biased that way. Your thoughts on their their comparisons and their contrasts. I go the other
0: way. Mm. I like Tatum, number zero on your mm. score sheet, number one in my heart, I guess, with this Boston team. I like Tatum's game a little bit better. Jalen for me, both of them have turned the ball over more than I'd like. Agreed. For sure. The basketball Agreed. IQ's gotta pick up. I mm-hmm. think they're both young, but I think at this point they should have developed a little bit more. And I think Tatum, if I had to... All right, let's say we need a bucket in the game. Mm-hmm. I want the ball in Tatum's hands. Apparently, the Boston Celtics don't because he didn't take a shot in the fourth quarter. But that is... is that a stat? He did not take a shot Damn. in the fourth quarter. Must have missed that comeback from Portland. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But anyway... That's crazy. That is crazy. He's your guy. And don't get me
1: wrong. I'm, I'm, I lean more towards Jalen, but I understand that Jason Tatum's a wonderful player.
0: I think Tatum's going to get you a bucket... Um, Both of them have moments where they can be a black hole, honestly. Like kind of Carmelo Denver vibes where they get the ball and they're going to pass it. uh, Brown turns the ball over egregiously way too much for me. um, I think I'd say the
1: same about Tatum.
0: (laughs) Who'd you like to have it at the end of the game more? Tatum. Ah, See, I see Brown. Jalen is an athlete paying basketball. Tatum is a basketball player playing basketball. Ooh. Someone write that down. That's a valid point. Jalen is an amazing athlete. Mm. Jalen could go out and play football in the NFL right now. Mm -hmm. Tatum, not so much. I think his skill set is curated for success on the basketball court. Mm. I think he's got a little bit more basketball smarts than Jalen. But at the same time... I don't think Jason Tatum could get into Berkeley. (laughs) He did go to Duke It's not too shabby, friend, I guess so <laughs> um, but yeah, so i i I side with Tatum, I feel like Tatum's the guy, I feel like Jalen it's interesting not to get too far ahead, but brown third team all n b a they've gotta get they gotta pay yeah. him, yeah, they yeah. gotta pay him now is he
1: gonna stick around, question mark,
0: yeah, he's got some hurt feelings about some things in the mm-hmm. past,-, mm-hmm. some flirtations with Kevin Durant in trade season, yeah, but I feel like. Man, I, I just don't I don't care for masky as uh, yeah. Nico calls him when he sees him with that that face mask. Yeah, Batman. Yeah. I am Batman. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'd like to see them drop that too.
0: I think the Celtics need consistency and need to figure it out. I feel like they they've domin- They they played three good quarters the other night and they played one horrible quarter and they paid for it.
1: Now we're here at eleven thirteen on Thursday night. In Little L Studios re- recording the Sports Gloss. And just now, in the fourth OT, Jason Tatum's high school classmate, Ooh. Matthew Kachuk, oh. has scored for the Florida Panthers. Breaking to, news. It, it is breaking news. To beat the Carolina Hurricanes in rally and win the game in in the fourth overtime.
0: That's wild. In quad
1: OT, That's,
0: quadruple OT. There's, a, I don't know who it was, but there was a comment I heard um, years ago from. Nice Mama, shot, nice shot, bar down, chop top cheese. Where Mama hides that craft peanut butter, that sweet peanut butter. <laughs> so much hockey just threw at me right now. <laughs> Once in a while, <laughs> I know what you said. I can translate, but also I like to play that I can't. So just briefly, I wanted to say before we jump fully into hockey. There's a hockey quote I heard that I really love about uh, an epic game that went on forever. I can't remember who it was. Maybe the, one of the longest games ever. But mm-hmm. there was someone who said, who played the game. And then afterwards, I had a beer in the room immediately. And my whole body just seized up from the dehydration. I believe that. And I know that you want that cold, frosty, whatever, Bud Light, Molson, whatever it was. Sure, But at the same time, just to think about the fact that you're just like still got your gear on and you've just given it your all. And then you're just like,
1: yeah, cramp, body
0: body cramp. So I'm hoping nobody has that same feeling tonight. I want to hit a few more NBA points briefly before we get back into hockey, if that's cool with you. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot on the NBA docket. John Morant. How long is he going to be suspended? Mm, This is
1: second or third time he's been seen on Instagram Live with a gun. Waving a gun. Um, I don't know. First 30 games of the NBA season next year. Is Is that fair?
0: I think so. I mean, you could see Adam Silver the other night, and he was pained talking about it. I think it's going to be significant, and that's a huge impact on Memphis. What would you tell him? Walking in Memphis. I'd tell
1: him to change his friends and stay the hell off Instagram Live.
0: Agreed. Yeah. He's 23. He's making I mean, some bad choices. He's he's
1: he's almost throwing away... He certainly has thrown away millions of dollars, but he's almost throwing away like hundreds of millions of dollars, if that's even a feasible amount
0: to get our minds and eyes around. But he's close to that at you, this point. You know Nike just released that jaw number 1 maybe the jaw only one if he keeps following the same path no,
1: no kidding what a player when he's going his athleticism is wonderful i love watching him play but some of these decisions are a little
0: bit yeah whack no. whack i feel you harden testing free agency after doc rivers gets the boot there's no real winner from that brooklyn philly Fate. It's just like everybody dies, like a yeah. fucking like, yeah. Greek tragedy. Yeah, except for
1: Tobias Harris, but yes.
0: <laughs> I'm curious to see where Harden lands as well. Coaching Carousel, which job would you take? If you had your brothers? any job of these five, what would you take? Milwaukee, Toronto, Philly, Phoenix, or Detroit?
1: Hmm. <laughs> you get
0: the keys to anywhere you want to go.
1: I think if I'm like Monty Williams and Milwaukee offers me the job, I think I'm taking it. Yeah. Team up with Giannis, the Greek freak, other great supporting cast. I think I'm probably I think I'm probably rolling with who I voted for MVP this year on my ballot. I think I'm I probably take I think I probably take that job because I know that I got like a number one A plus
0: plus stud. I agree. I take the Milwaukee job. I wouldn't take the Phoenix job because Kevin Durant's so fickle; he could change his mind. I love D-Book. I love KD. You but, love D-Book. But you got the you love D'Book. Chris Paul situation. Chris Paul of Ayton it all situation. The Chris Paul of all, the new owner Matt Ishbia. Did you
1: who I was just about to say? Did you, did you notice who was sitting beside Michigan State Spartans' own Matt Ishbia through a couple of the last playoff games? Did you see who was his right hand man? That is a who was it? No. Did you see who was sitting beside him? Nope. Isaiah Thomas. Oh, Isaiah Thomas. One of, the, one of the rumors out there is that Isaiah Thomas might become the coach because he's pals
0: with Matt Ishbia. He's a talk about bad decisions earlier. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. No. I yeah, I take that Milwaukee job. Where does Nick Nurse land? Uh Nick Nurse
1: lands. Good question. Where does Nick Nurse land? Is
0: he doing TV? No. He's doing Canadian TV next year. Eh. Is
1: Routins. Pull a Sam Mitchell. Maybe Nick Nurse goes to Philly. No bonjour. No, get that
0: garbage out of here.
1: Maybe ni- Nick... Gotta make your pots. Maybe Nick Nurse goes to Philly, teams up with Joel, is able to, to set the structure. I think Nick Nurse is a hell of a, cro- a coach and maybe he goes to Philly and um, sets a table around the MVP,
0: Joel Embiid. Got that championship DNA. That could be curious. Mm. Um, yeah, I like that. Last little point here, this week we had the NBA lottery. Victor Wembanyama apparently five without shoes on and still growing. Not bad. Not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Going to San Antonio. Pop David Robinson,
1: one. Tim Duncan, and now Victor Wimbayama,
0: who also played for
1: and with Tony Parker's brother, but he's been playing with Tony Parker's club team that Tony Parker owns. In yes. France yes. And is coached by Tony Parker's brother That's so cool And, and Tony Parker obviously is Spurs legend And a French connection Also Boris DL So so pretty cool that gonna, that Yama is going to end up in, in San Antonio Obviously the, the connective tissue There between Tony Parker, San Antonio And Wemba is I think that's pretty cool
0: Conspiracy Justin, I need you to put your conspiracy hat on
1: Oh, It's always on, tinfoil is always on Especially when I'm in the United States.
0: <laughs> As it should be. Yeah. Silver, NBA, on this, getting him to San Antonio. You just talked about the ties with, with yes. Parker. Yes, You think I'm so? going for it, yep. Fuck you, Detroit. Yep, yep, yep. Market's
1: been down a note for a little while. I think, I just said David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Wembyama. Yes, I'm into it. I kind of thought he was going to somehow end up
0: in charlotte or you know like mj was gonna get a piece of that but that franchise is cursed i feel like cursed. mj needs to wash his hands cursed of it. just wash his hands of it just wash out his hoop ring <laughs> you no know, i think i think i mean
1: uh. I think there's a little something to that. If I'm wearing my tinfoil hat, that's interesting to me. You get Tim Duncan, one of the greatest players of all time, piggybacking on the Admiral and the way the Admiral used to throw down, and now you get this, you know, apparently the greatest prospect of all time, period,
0: period. Yeah.
1: Come on,
0: man. Come on, man. I'm very curious to see what happens. I'm on board. Shout out to my boy, Trace, who's a big Spurs fan. Do you want to talk about hockey for a minute?
1: Let's talk that hockey. It's early in the series. It's it's early in the series. I think it's the the key point when talking that hockey is these are sort of four southern teams. Yeah. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights versus the Dallas Stars. Carolina the Canes versus the Panthers, who just won in quadruple overtime. Very southern feel to it. The Toronto Maple Leafs are out. The Edmonton Oilers are out, which I saw at a bar in Portland. Mm, That was... That hurt a little bit. A Little bit. That did hurt a little bit. Connor McJesus, he's probably at a bar in Portland right now, washing away.
0: <laughs> no Canadian teams left. No Canadian teams left. Another year since 1993. But all the teams have Canadian boys on them.
1: I know, and and that's <laughs> and that's true too. Yeah. What are your thoughts on these series? Who you who you sort of rooting for roughly, as a as a moderate hockey fan?
0: What interests you? I'll go through each of them quickly. Carolina is close in close proximity to where I'm born and raised
1: and coached head coach Rod Bridmore is from a place where very close to where I'm born and raised
0: so I kind of like them I would say they're the underdogs like historically but I don't even know much about this season so I apologize Mm. Florida appeals to me some kind of way I don't know maybe because they beat Boston, that juggernaut team, and then they beat Toronto, mm-hmm. another team with a lot of hype and press. Mm-hmm. So Florida appeals to me. Vegas, yeah, sure. I, don't know. Sure. I like the chrome. I like the uh, the gold domes yep. and like yep. Andre Agassi going to the games there. Yep. Yep. Dallas, the Jamie Benn of it all is nice.
1: Yeah, I like that too.
0: Um, I'm kind of with you, JC. I'm yeah. kind of
1: rooting for the Stars. It's early. I'm rooting for the Stars and the Panthers and these That's two what. Series. That's what I would say. Yeah. Stars, Panthers. They're just more interesting. Even my boy Rod, the Bod coaching the Canes. But, yeah, that's kind of where I align to. It's good hockey. I think we need to get into this. Down to the Final Four. It's going to be interesting. Obviously, it went to four OTs tonight. This is, this is a good time of year to get into hockey. Yeah,
0: no, I feel you. I want to shift gears. Really briefly, and just talk tennis because there's some big news that came out today. Hit me with it. My guy, Rafa Nadal, kind of saw the writing on the wall, but came through today, held a press conference at home in Spain, and said that he's going to be out of the French Open this year. He's not going to make it, still recovering from that hip injury from earlier in the year. And the bigger part of this news is basically 2024 is going to be his last dance Hmm. he's turning 37 in a month living legend he's already just said next year i'm going to call it a day he had his uh first child this year his son Mm -hmm. i know family is very near and dear to him Mm -hmm. as it should be he's done it all he's won french open 14 times Damn. maybe next year he'll try to get that 15th and call it a day he's got one more calendar year left on his career it's conceivable that he comes back still this year, later on the year. I don't uh, anticipate he'll play Wimbledon in, in June or July. It's yep. never been his favorite surface, obviously. Yes. Maybe he'll come back and play the U.S. Open just for the vibes. But he's dropping like a stone in the rankings. He's in the teens mm-hmm. now. And I think he just tries to get right for 2024, comes back, makes a run. He's selective with where he's playing. Yep. Farewell, t- Farewell tour makes a little bit extra money as if he needs it gets the parting gifts yeah so That's- it kind of hurts to hear but you knew that was coming inevitably so yeah Rafa's is out of the french kind of a wide open field and we'll see what happens next also just a weird note um while we're on tennis and i'll talk more tennis as we approach the french open starting on may 28th yes sir Nick Kyrgios is out of the French. Um, if you're following, he's had a knee injury that he's been recovering from, and that's actually been going well. But he has a left foot laceration. He cut his foot. Do you want know how he cut his foot, JK? Climbing into the Willamette River? <laughs> I'm not talking about you. Oh, sorry.
1: Uh, Nick Kyrgios, um, he's an Aussie. Surfing injury? Aussie, Barnacle? Aussie.
0: Oi, oi, oi. It could be a surfing injury. In how did he cut his foot? Not playing basketball, which he loves to do. He's a huge Celtics fan, by the way. Big Tatum fan. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, he, he... There was a theft at his house, and he heard his mom outside, and someone was stealing his green custom Tesla, and he ran out, and at some point, amidst all the hubbub, cut his foot to a point where... Jeez. He hasn't been able to recover. He's been training on court. Every time he's sliding and doing different things that you do, obviously with tennis... The cut has been reopening and it's been a problem. So he's not going to be at the French clay, his least favorite surface, but hopefully we'll see him at Wimbledon. He had that magical run last year, Jeez! but tough year for him has knee surgery for some meniscus repairs, I think. And mm. then now this happens and it's a bad omen. He this had such a, a great year last year. I think he's still ranked in the top 20, top 25, just carrying those points over. As much
1: as a wild card as he is, I, l- I like watching him play. As a casual tennis fan, I like if he's watching. That's a remote stopper for me. I'll tune in, even if it's just to watch him like spaz on the ump.
0: Oh yeah, is he gonna serve it 135 miles per yeah, hour, or yeah. is he gonna serve it underhand? Is he gonna sure. snap on his box like his yeah. girlfriend, his fiance? Is yeah. he gonna snap on the umpire repeatedly because he can't handle the pressure?
1: So someone was trying to steal his green Tesla, and he went out to s- sort of stop. This person from doing that and he he cut his foot in the process
0: like, probably in the house barefoot. Mm-hmm. He's an Aussie. Mm-hmm. He's, he's running Good through point. the house. Something happens. Maybe there's caught some it. sediment or something. Yeah. Caught it. Caught it. Rips up his foot. Silver lining. He has an app on his phone. Yeah tracked down local authorities in canberra oh, i don't nice. know if you've ever been there i know you've had some some tours of uh i have the uh penal colony <laughs> <laughs> and uh anyway he uh, he got his tesla back but he's got this foot injury crikey yeah that concludes another episode of the sports gloss with justin and jamal find us on instagram at the sports gloss episode 13 y'all lucky 13 Dustin's favorite number.
1: Taylor Swift's favorite number. <laughs> Steve Nash's favorite number.
0: There it is. Baker's dozen. Thanks for joining us as always. What do we like to say to the people? Go to Portland.
1: <laughs> no, we always say survive in advance. That's right. See you. Peace. Peace.